Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello. Tonight, we are uh, beginning the finale of uh, Season 4. This first part is called... There's No Place Like Home, Part 1. Part 1. Originally, I was thinking we'd just do... The, it's a two-parter. We'd do it all together. But there's so much going on here. Oh, man. And I know the next... The Part 2 is like a double-length one anyway. So it'll be easier to split these up, I think. I keep thinking, as writers, just trying to plot out this finale, even just this first part, there's so many moving pieces right now. It is crazy. It starts off with the flash forward of the Oceanic 6 meeting, and we see all these really important pieces of Oceanic 6 stuff. So this entire episode, you're like, but how do they all get to the same spot and get rescued? Because <laughs> they're an all kind, all scattered all across the island. And- because Sun's on the freighter, and Jack's randomly in the jungle, and Kate's on the... Oh, Kate's been captured. She just got captured. And Saeed. And Hugo's at our orc. I mean, they're like literally everywhere. <laughs> None of them are in the same place. So you, even now, because we do not remember the details no. of this very much. I mean, it's which is, it's kind of fun. It's I mean, a lot of fun. kind of shows in some ways the fact that we don't remember it super well shows that it's really more plotting about moving pieces yeah. here in this moment rather than big, long picture island mythology. But, but it's fun. But it is a lot of fun. So. Let's just talk the the flight forward stuff, the Oceanic Six stuff. I mean, that's pretty stable stuff. Interesting. Yes. Uh, I want to before we go deep dive oh, here. Yes. I uh, do want to ask our newbie, what did you think, Janelle, of this uh, crazy episode? Oh my. <laughs> yes, lots of moving pieces. Actually, I felt like Nick just stating where everyone was was really helpful just now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, con- some containment for all the different places everyone is, and how in the world do they? all come to be in the same spot. Yes. And it just feels interesting for the entire season to have the trajectory that it did because it seemed like end of season three we had a really far forward flash forward with Jack Mm -hmm. being miserable and it's like the forwards went backward in time. (laughs) It did kind of feel that way actually, yeah. Like we got a view of what's what's going to happen in the way off Mm -hmm. and now we're getting what's going to happen just a little bit in Mm -hmm. the the future like basically what happens like right after this episode in our in the main timeline (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh. still lots of dots left to connect like what exactly is the orchid and does the island actually get moved and how does that help them (laughs) and Mm-hmm. Who do we want to win, win Whitmore or Ben? <laughs> yeah. uh, and what actually happens to Claire? Yes, well, unfortunately, that last one, I don't know that we'll have an answer for you anytime soon. Oh, but yeah. but we'll, we can tackle these. Let's tackle flash forward stuff. It is pretty cool to see them getting reunited with family, this moment mm-hmm. of, uh, all right, we know the story. If we don't want to answer a thing, we'll, we'll just say we're in shock. It sounds like. We are in shock. <laughs> Which doesn't bode well for the rest of the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, and we still I still don't know. Why did they have to lie about... All this stuff. Uh-huh. That whole press conference, to me, felt so tense because the speakers were steps away from revealing that they were lying. Mm-hmm. They must have practiced the details of that story yeah. pretty carefully. And, and it's interesting, too, just as I suppose first time you were watching it, like, you finally have, like, you're always like, how did they get off the, how did they try to integrate back into society? You know, they're like, oh, we were on this island, then we found them. You know, they kind of mm-hmm. found good cover. I don't know who or how that happened. But. Yeah. 
interesting thing here too that we didn't see them interact with their families at all in the previous flash forwards. Mm-hmm. They kind of saved all that for this this episode, which was really effective. Actually, the flash forwards aren't aren't near. I mean, some of them are happy, mm-hmm. and some were and they're, none of them are near as depressing as. And some of the farther ahead ones, like Janelle said, that it's not, you know, Hugo in the Institute or Jack crazy. No, probably the saddest thing is poor Hurley getting freaked out by seeing numbers in his odometer. I know. Which, although he did eventually go back and use us the car we saw him crash at the beginning <laughs> of the season. Yep. But it's fun to see them, like, all at a party. I mean, he's like, yeah, my mom doesn't get it. Like they're having a tropical-themed party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I was thinking about that, well, like when they're on the plane, and and the the pilots like, man, those guys are bad cargo. I wonder what it was like for the actors of Lost to fly, having been part of this show. Like, w- would that be going through your mind? I mean, I, I've thought about that sometimes if I was going overseas. Or I remember Greg, my friend Greg, yeah. had he was planning to go to China last year before. Well, that became not a very good place to, to visit. Uh, but he's like, yeah, I'm just going to be sure not to take Watership Down or certain yeah. other thing books with me, you know, because I'll be going over the Pacific. Oh, you, or you, what if you're on the plane and there you see one of the other actors sitting on the <laughs> seats with you? You're like, no, I'm not. <laughs> But if you, uh, yeah, I mean, if just fans get that way, I wonder what it feels like for the actors doing you know, that. It's, it was really smart writing wise that the on island stuff is a lot of moving pieces. It's just like moving people around, very plotty. But all the flash forwards are very emotional based, so they balance each other out really well. You know, they're very True. stable. Mm-hmm. The attention uh-huh. of the press conference, like Janelle mentioned, Saeed meeting Nadia. Oh, that was great. Oh, that made me so happy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, son, son, uh, chewing out her dad. Oh, yes. that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Very satisfying to see him get some comeuppance. Oh, but I love the fact that, you know, just the way writers, like, two people are responsible for Jen's death. One is you, and you're like, and? <laughs> who, all, who else is son blaming here? <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. And um, then uh, Jack, really effective scene, Jack learning that Claire was his sister. Yeah. And so Aaron's his... Nephew. It's one of the fascinating things of where the the viewers know what's coming and what's happening, and you get to see. Oh, what's he gonna do? Yeah. What's he gonna? Do? How's he gonna? Rea- how would you react to such a bizarre twist of fate? Yeah. Uh, aside from saying my life is a soap opera, <laughs> I should have known. I was on that island. <laughs> one of the weirdest things that ever happened. Yeah. Also, I do kind of like. I think we pointed this out in the in the season three episode with Hurley's dad. His dad had said, I'll be here when you get back. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that he was. Yeah, he, he, he yeah. turned out pretty well. In the litany of lost dads, he's, uh, he's at least trying to, to make amends, it seems. That's something. That's something. I mean, he didn't say, I mean, he, that, the car was a gift. He, the whole, whole number thing is just... Hurley's weird just, luck. Yeah, just the way the universe works with Hurley. <laughs> Indeed. So, yeah, I think that's most of the flash forward stuff. And and honestly, I don't know there's, yeah, like you said, the island is all plot stuff. It's people moving to where they need to be and like, oh, reacting to this. Because the two big things is, one, there's C4 on the freighter, mm-hmm. which is a big deal, which you know about. Lots, lots of it. <laughs> and then, uh, two, just all the details about the orchid, because that was something completely we had never heard of, really. No. And then everyone, all the different team members are catching, like, you know, like, oh, I had my appendix. I was like, what? <laughs> no, Sawyer and Jack are trading weird stories that's been happening since they left each other. <laughs> Pretty much. And I went to a cabin. Well, I went, I did this. And 
and all the like conglomerations of okay, the island's going to be a safe place to be. No, 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 the freighter's going to be a safe place. No, this island's going to be a safe there, place. There's to be. no safe place. No, there's no safe place at this point. Eh. Like, no, you want to get away from those guys, and yeah, I do, it, I, it's all coming to a head. I do like, I do enjoy Ben being like, Locke, have you learned it? I always have a plan. <laughs> I don't know if he always does, but he's very good at selling it. Okay, so yeah, the scene where Ben was signaling someone, I guess he was signaling Richard, maybe? I think so. I didn't think about that till just now. It's mm-hmm. Like what was he? Who was he signaling exactly? And then I guess later we see Richard show up and well, with Kate and Saeed. And like Juliet didn't know about the orchid. I think the mm. orchid's a much more because it's the secondary protocol. I think it's a much more secret location. Yeah, and my guess is that there's others watching over it just because it's like native others, not mm, yeah, not Dharma others, not recruit recruited. Because it seemed like when Richard came out, he was back in his temple garb. Oh, that's true. You know, hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So yeah, it does have a little more. Okay, spiritual is not the right word, but a little more mystical significance, probably. Possibly, yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I'll be curious to see what Richard has to say to uh, Kate and Saeed here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the midst of all this other chaos stuff happening, you forgot. Oh yeah, the others are still a threat to. At least they can be. A, can be. Can be a threat. It would seem. You forget that they're. Yeah, they're still around. Just because Kimi's, everyone's like, yeah, don't mess with that guy. Right. Right. And of course, Ben just marches right up to him and says, Hi, I'm Ben Linus. I think you're looking for me. <laughs> we were joking before we started recording that Ben's secret power is being beat up. And captured. And captured, yeah. <laughs> and it works for him. Somehow. Like every season. That's like just what he does and he gets what he wants. Aside from when he would try to just walk up the jacket and say, No, no, you just need to leave. Let's not do this. Yeah. You just thought that was going to work out of the sheer yeah. hubris. That didn't work out very well for him. Ben, yeah. Yeah, Ben. Yeah, Ben's method of operation seems to be more painful than it needs to be. But. <laughs> you know, one thing I noticed that's interesting about Ben, he's said previously when someone asks "Who are you?" he says "We're the good guys," and it feels like, well, we know Ben is twisted in a lot of ways, but every now and again, I feel like I can see seeds of the good thing or the true thing. Mm-hmm. That has gotten twisted in his methods. And one of them is this martyrdom that he hmm. takes on occasionally. Like he, okay, I'm going to go in unarmed and let them beat me up. And, you know, I'm I'm martyring myself for my cause. Or I'm martyring myself to save the island. Hmm. That's an interesting point. I like that because, yeah, for, he does deeply care. Well, things he care about, he'll take all the beatings in the world for it. Uh-huh. There's one look that Locke gives him when Ben's, Ben's like, don't you know by now, John, I have a plan for everything. And, and Locke's like, just like gritting his teeth, like, <laughs> it's almost comedic. But like, I mean, I, I mean, it does go tie into Locke being frustrated at, at Ben having answers and plans and Locke never has anything. Locke doesn't have anything. Uh, <laughs> ben appears to always be in control. Whether he is or not. Yeah. Whether he is or not. He'll he'll let people think that he is, at the very least. Okay, I think that's all I have to say about this one. But that was a lot. It's like, I knew we're, we're not going to give this episode due justice if we just launch straight into the next one. So, But I think we'll, we'll save that for next week. Sorry if you we're leaving you on pins and needles, but that's the way it goes with Lost sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to stay tuned to us for more Weekly Hijack. Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. Bye-bye.